Aloha, people of God. It's your brother Mike Dillard coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to Fully Submitted with Brother Mike. Happy holiday season to one and all. Hallelujah. Bless, I come before you with blessings in the name. I bring blessings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I bring blessings and good tidings to you from our Father, which art in heaven. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm very excited to deliver this message today. God, our God, is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful God. And although we know this, sometimes we need an enthusiastic reminder. <laughs> and that's what today's message is going to be about. Okay. We're going to go ahead and pray. We're going to go ahead and pray. Actually, first, I'm going to give the title, which is rare. Y'all know I don't usually give the title right up front, but it is what it is. Okay. So the title for this is Behold the Salvation of the Lord. Behold the Salvation of the Lord. All right. Now with that, we are going to go ahead and pray and jump right into the message. Holy Father, God, I lift my hands. I lift my heart to you, God. And we collectively lift our hands and we collectively lift our hearts to you, God. We rejoice in who you are, oh God. We celebrate your goodness and your loving kindness, God, which took us out of the depths of, of the low morass the things that we were doing, God, the sinful, wicked things, God, that we delighted ourselves in while yet at the same time secretly wishing that we could be free from the bondage, God, from the fear, God, from the depression, God, and from the hateful feelings, Father. Oh, God, we thank you for delivering us from all of these things, delivering us, God. And bringing us into a place that you have desired to bring us into for so long. But because of where we were in proximity to you, God, in our sinful ways, in our past days, God, you just couldn't bring us in there yet. But now in this season, Father, we thank you for bringing us into the place that is going to delight your heart, God. We thank you, God, for bringing us into this glorious new life, God, that is not only going to put a smile on our faces and our hearts, but most importantly, God, it's going to put a smile on your face, Father. It's what you have been desiring to do. And so without further ado, Father, we thank you for this word today. I pray you touch my brothers and sisters wherever they are in the world, God, that they would receive this message with faith and joyful anticipation, not in who I am, God, not in who they are, God, but in who you are, Father. So good, so faithful, so kind, so loving, caring, compassionate, and wonderful. And we ask these things, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for using me to say this message. Everything you want to say, God, I'm very excited to say it. All right. With that, brothers, sisters, let's go ahead and get it started. So the first, uh, the first scripture is coming from Joshua. Joshua 1, 
verses 10 and 11. Right. So this is basically right. Right after Moses died, you know, God is talking to Joshua and encouraging him to be strong and courageous, letting him know that, you know, he's going to he's going to take charge and he's going to lead the people into the land that God promised him. OK, so that was the backstory. Now, here we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Joshua one, verse 10 and 11. And Joshua commanded the officers of the people pass through the midst of the camp and command the people prepare your provisions for within three days. You are to pass over this Jordan to go in to take possession of the land that the Lord, your God is giving you to possess. All right. I'm going to read that again. Joshua 1, 10 and 11. And Joshua commanded the officers of the people pass through the midst of the camp and command the people prepare your provisions for within three days. You are to pass over this Jordan to go in to take possession of the land that the Lord, your God is giving you to possess. Wow. Now, look at that. This is a good thing. All right. This is a good thing. God has been telling his people. He's been promising his people that he is going to give them a land flowing with milk and honey, a land of abundance. God has been telling his people who have been living under the thumb of a Pharaoh for over 400 years where they were mistreated. They weren't loved. They weren't appreciated. They weren't embraced. They were rejected. They were hated. Come on now. Right. And they were enslaved. They, they had less. They were always in lack. They were always wanting. They were always fearful. They were always without hope until the Lord, you know, raised up Moses and began speaking to them. OK. And so this is a good thing. God has not only promised his people he going to do something, but now he's giving them the strategy, right? This ain't some far off promise that was 400 years ago. Like, hey, this promise is happening right now. Right now, God is telling Joshua, God has told Joshua what to do. And now Joshua is telling, you know, the people in charge, the commanders, go through the camp and tell everybody, all the people that, that are under you, tell them. This is what we're about to do. And, and it's in a few days. It's in three days. It's, it's going to go down. It's going down. So like this is not some distant thing. Think about the promises that God and by God, I mean, our father, which are in heaven. By God, I mean, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. By God, I mean, the Holy Ghost. Think about the promises that God has made to you over the years. Now, the majority of God's promises is not like he tell you today and it happens tomorrow. OK, I think we we can all agree on that. When the Lord God gives us a promise, it usually takes time. It takes years. It could take months sometimes. Sometimes it could take years. The things that the Lord has promised me, I've been waiting on these for over 20 years. And now it's here. I'm, I'm walking it, but it's just the beginning stages of it. But still, I can see it. And so there needs to be an excitement. OK, that one, there needs to be an appreciation for the word of God that has come to you. 
Whatever promise God made to you, don't be looking around, you know, and, you know, oh, all this bad stuff is happening. I guess I guess what God said is not going to come true. It's going to come to pass. But you have to remember, you know, one, God is not slack concerning his promises, you know, like people are. And, and, and to the Lord, a day, you know, a thousand years is as one day. God's timetable is different than our timetable. God knows when all of the things that we need to be mature enough to walk in and receive the blessings that he's given us. Steward those blessings, multiply those blessings so we can pass them on to the next generation so we can do the work that he called us to do so that we won't be destroyed by the blessing. Okay, God knows when the right time is. So we and by we, I mean me by we, I mean you, brother, I mean you, sister, you have to be patient patiently waiting on the Lord. You know, I grew up in Jersey, in New Jersey. In the wintertime, it gets really cold, okay? It gets really cold. So when the wintertime came, I would be like, oh my goodness, it's so cold. And, you know, the snow, there's ice and whatnot. I'm slipping and sliding all over the place. And I hated it. I liked it at first, but then I hated it. And so I would patiently wait because I knew Spring's going to come and then summer's going to come. It's just a matter of time. But see, I knew it was going to come. We have to have that same uh, 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 confidence in the Lord. Amen. We have to have that same confidence as we patiently wait for God to bring the things that he promised us. Just like we patiently wait for the, for the seasons to change. There's not one a moment in your mind where you think summer is not going to come or spring is not coming or winter. You already know these things are definitely going to happen. Why is that? Because God set it up that way. Right. It's not only just that that's what you've seen for your entire life, but you have to go beyond that mature Christian. Why is it like that? It's like that because God, the most high God, spoke it forth and set it up like that. He said it would happen and it happened just as he said. Now, the Lord, the same God that said that has also made certain promises to you and to me. And so because of that, we need to adopt that same level of confidence. The Lord said this as surely as the night turns into day. As surely as the day turns in the night, as surely as the seasons change, as surely as the Lord our God is not a man and he cannot lie, these things will come to pass. I just need to be patient because at some point it is going to change. OK, moving forward. So they're about to take possession of the land that the Lord, their God, a promise that they would possess. Now, here's the thing. And me and my wife are dealing with this right now. You know, it's a season of transition. So there's the promise of the Lord. And now they're beginning to walk in it, but it's not fully manifested yet. OK, so as we're going through this transitional thing, as these people are going through this transitional thing, you know, they're being faced with how, how are we going to react to the word of God. How are we going to react? The, the commanders told the people, prepare your provisions. Let's stop right there. 
We have to prepare ourselves to receive the salvation of the Lord. We have to prepare ourselves to receive the, the, the hugeness, the, the largeness, the bigness of our God's blessings. The Lord blessed me once when I was at my old job. I prayed he would give me a particular contract. He gave me favor. It was for the airport. It was for the Honolulu airport. Listen, <laughs> he gave me this contract that we did all the electrical maintenance in this huge airport. The job was so big that the company I worked for, it was almost too big for them. They, they tried to figure it out. It took them years to figure out how to really do that job without stressing. You know, on the one hand, it was a great thing. It brought in lots of revenue, lots of money. They were happy, but, but they weren't prepared for a job of that magnitude, right? And you have to remember who our God is. The Lord God, I call him the vast one. He's the vast one. He's bigger than all of creation. He's vast. When the Lord blesses, it's, it's, it's huge. It's vast. You saw what the Lord did with those fish, the fishermen and the fish. So many fish jumped into the boat. The boat started sinking. They had to call people over for help. When God gives a blessing, it's wonderful. Hey, we got blessed. Oh, we're finally out of the wilderness. We're finally going into the promised land. But if you're not prepared, that blessing can seem like it's a curse. It can bring a lot of stress. It can bring a lot of duress. Yes, it can. So the word to the people of God was to prepare your provisions, basically prepare yourselves, because in three days you are going to go over the Jordan. You are going to go in and you are going to take possession of the land that that the Lord told you he was giving to you. All right. In this season, it's time for the Lord, for those that have been faithful to the Lord. For those that have been faithful to the Lord, this is a reward season for you. This is time for the Lord to reward you. The Bible lets us know that you're going to be rewarded on earth and you're also going to be rewarded after, you know, after the earth. But you, people say, well, well when, when is it? When are we going to get rewarded? When are we going to get all of this stuff? Well, you have to be faithful and endure <laughs> you have to be patiently waiting. You have to be faithfully walking with the Lord. It doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. It doesn't mean that you're not going to sin from time to time, but your heart should always be leaning towards the Lord as you're going through like Nehemiah. When Nehemiah was coming in and, you know, he's, he's you know, he had this burden on his heart to go before the emperor and basically say, hey, you know, this gate has been burned down. My nation's been burned down. You know, I'm sad. You know, and then he had to ask the emperor for time away, which could have gotten him killed. What he did, he prayed. He prayed to the Lord. He fasted. Even right before, even right when the emperor asked him point blank, what is it that you're asking me to do? The Bible tells us that he prayed. He stopped and he prayed real fast. Okay. This is what we have to do. We have to keep being prayerful to the Lord. 
and being mindful of the Lord, knowing that he's going to come through, knowing that he is going to bless you, knowing that you've been faithful. And now is the time. Now is the season for you to finally reap the rewards. You've looked around and you watch other people rise. You watch other people, you know, they're going on, they're doing their things. And maybe you've been struggling. Maybe you've been having a hard time. But yet the promises of God keep bubbling up. God said he's going to do this for you. Think about Abraham and, 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 and Sarah, right? God told Abraham he was going to give him a child. But it was so many years. It was decades before the Lord actually brought that to pass. But he did bring it to pass. He brought it to pass. OK, so you've been faithful all these seasons and now. You are it's time for the Lord to reward you, but you have to prepare yourself. One, you have to actually believe it is time. God did tell you. And now is the time. Otherwise, you're going to keep doubting. You're going to keep stressing and doubting and worrying about something the Lord has already taken care of. All right. You have to prepare yourself mentally. You have to prepare yourself spiritually. Go ahead and begin seeking the Lord. Lord, how, how do you want us to handle the provisions that you're giving us in this season? How do you want us to manage the blessings that you're giving us, God? God, give us wisdom. God, give us strategy. God, give us understanding. God, help us to manage these resources. You know, before Solomon came in and took the, you know, took charge of the kingdom, he asked God for wisdom. He has God for wisdom to lead that, that great nation of people. And God heard him and God blessed him and gave him wisdom. We need to be wise like that. We need to go ahead and ask God, since you know that God is going to bless you the way he said he was going to bless you. And since you know that right now is the time, then you need to start asking God now, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? Lord, how do you want me to steward this? Lord, how do you want me to manage this? Lord, give me wisdom. Give me a strategy. Don't wait until, oh, you got the blessing. And now you're struggling like my old company that I used to work for. The blessing came and they didn't know what to do with it. They were so stressed. They're running around. Oh, how do we do this? How do we do? You know, eventually they figured it out. Maybe like four years later. I'm not even exaggerating. Like four years later. <laughs> They finally got their hands around the magnitude of that job. It took them that long. Right. Don't let that be you. God will give you plans. Literally, God gave us a plan for next year, maybe like a month ago. He already told us how to manage the wealth that's coming in, how to get ready, how to pay off the whole house and all of the bills before the year is up. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Telling us how to get properties and all types of stuff. It's amazing. This is not me and Angela figuring. This is the Lord telling us. Right. We, we seek him and he tells us. So ask, go to God and ask him point blank. What do you want me to do with what's coming in? OK. I don't believe this is going to be a very long message, but you have to remember going back to this scripture. God said that. The Lord, your God is giving you this land to possess what, what God is giving to you. It's yours. It, it's yours. But you do need to do the work. OK, whatever that is. So for me, 
you know, he gave me this idea about this particular company. He told me to go back to school and get another degree. Okay, <laughs> right? So I have to do the work, but the Lord is with you, right? Remember what, what Joshua and Caleb told, told the, the Israelites when they, when they saw the giants. They said, the Lord is with us. We can take them. So whatever it is, as you go into this land, there may still be some giants. As you go into the land, there may be some big things that you have to face down and you have to walk out. But the Lord is with you. And you have to remember the Lord already gave it to you. He already promised it to you. It's already yours. But you just have to walk in there and have faith that what the Lord told you really is true. God said he gave this to me. Let's go do this. Oh, what's this? God, God is telling you to start a company. Oh, I don't know how to start a company. The Lord already told you what he's going to do for you. Get up. Let's go do this. Let's go. What's it take to do this? Let's get it done. The Lord will help you. Whatever that thing is that the Lord told you to do, what he promised you, you have to remember who you're talking about. This ain't somebody that you know from your neighborhood who may or may not do stuff, right? This is not a, a person that's a liar. God can't lie to you. So if he told you this, and if the Lord told you he's going to do this, then he would have been reminding you over the years. Right. Holy Spirit is faithful. He would have reminded you time and time again. Hey, remember this promise here. I surely am going to do this thing. I surely am. So when you remember coming to a close, as you remember God's faithfulness. Right. You remember who it is that promised you. You remember what exactly he promised you. You have to go to the word. Whatever scripture it is, scripture, scriptures that the Lord gave you, those need to be your go to scriptures. You need to constantly be looking at those things, constantly remembering exactly what the Lord said he going to do. So when all hell is breaking loose, as you're going through to conquer the land that the Lord, your God gave you and promised you, those scriptures are what anchors you. Man is going to say Contrary to what God told you, of course, the devil's going to say contrary. He's going to say stuff that's going to make you feel afraid or, or make you feel worried or discouraged or doubtful. But what you have to do is tell yourself in the moment, what did God say to me? As soon as you say it, being it, the Holy Spirit is going to bring that scripture up to you. He's going to remind you, focus on this. Focus on this. Focus on me. Focus on the word of God. Peter stepped out according to the word of the Lord. We know he stepped out on the waters in the midst of a storm and he was walking successfully on the water. We know that. We don't know how long he did it, but hey, he did it. He was doing it long enough for it to say he was walking on the water towards Jesus. But then he took his eyes off the Lord. He started focusing on the situation. He started sinking. He cried out to the Lord, as we know, and the Lord grabbed him. Right? The Lord got him out of it. The point of the matter is that we need to remain focused on what the Lord told us. That's all that matters. 
Everything else, bombs blowing up around you, people trying to backstab you, people mad, whatever is going on to try and stop you from walking forward, walking forward, walking forward confidently, victoriously towards the promised land that God gave you to possess. You have to possess it. You have to go in. You have to take it. And you have to remind yourself that God promised you he gave you that. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. Go in and get it. And don't let yourself be distracted. Remember, oh, we're, we're moving up here a little bit. Joshua 1. Okay, let me see. Joshua 1, verse 6. We're just going to read from uh, Joshua 1, verse 6 through 9. Here we go. This is the Lord talking to Joshua. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Do you see that? Here's the parallel. God told Joshua to do that. God is also telling you and me to do that. He's given you a word as you're going in to take command. You're going in to take possession of what God promised you. You have to remember the word that God gave you. Don't let it depart from your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night. Keep going back to that word. What did the Lord tell me? I know the situation looks bleak. I know it sounds like they, that they're going to, you know, be able to overcome us and do this and that. But what did the Lord tell me? And then you go to that word and you read it. And then you go before the Lord and you celebrate him. Oh, God, thank you for what you said you're going to do. Oh, God, thank you that you are much more powerful than whatever I'm facing right now. You glorify him. You celebrate his goodness and you praise him for what he said. You praise him for being a, a God that keeps his word. Praise him for not being a man that can lie. Praise him for not being able to lie. Praise him for being your deliverer. Praise him for being faithful and praise him for doing the things that please him, the things he wants to do in your life. You put your focus back on God no matter what. Right. Meditate on the word that he gave you day and night so that you'll be careful to keep yourself in alignment with him. And you won't be you won't give in a temptation. Right. Oh, it's so hard. You know, what? I'm, I'm just going to I'm just going to compromise in this area a little bit. Don't do it. I'm just going to compromise in this area. Do not do it because the enemy is just trying to slow you down or just totally derail what God has for you. If you're not going to be obedient and remember the word that God gave you and keep going back to it, then he can get over on you. 
And in a weak moment, because you're not really expecting God to do it, you're going to be like, oh, well, what difference does it make anyway? That's the way the flesh works. So he's telling you right here, keep meditating on the promises he gave you. Okay. then when you do that, you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success, which is what you're going to attain the things that God has promised you. But that's how you do it. Okay. so in closing, this is a season where the Lord Right. It's rewarding those that have been faithful. So as this message is coming to you, this may not apply to you if you haven't been faithful. Come on now. You know how you've been. If you've been walking sinfully before the Lord, you've been being rebellious and doing what you want to do. OK, you still God's kid, but don't be looking to get this reward right now. That's not the season for you. But if you but <laughs> if you've been faithful. Faithfully holding on, faithfully seeking the Lord, faithfully denying yourself, faithfully praying, faithfully worshiping, faithfully uh, searching the scriptures, faithfully fasting. Right. That's been you and you've been waiting and waiting and waiting. Hey, this message is coming. It's for you. It's for you right now. For those of you that have been sinful. okay, go to the Lord and (laughs) begin a lifestyle of repentance. Right. And in due time. There will be a season for you where you reap this reward also. But for right now, if that's not you, this ain't for you. Okay. anyway, remember, God has amazing things that he's going to do. He's going to reward you in this season. But you have to prepare yourself. Get ready. Right. You have to prepare yourself. You have to prepare your spirit. Seek the Lord for wisdom. Fast. Pray. Ask him for what to do. Thank him for what he's off. We know for what what he said he's going to do and what he is going to do. You have to prepare your mind. Go to the scriptures. Remind yourself. Right. Of what God said. Remember, just like it is. You, you, you look at the seasons, you know, the seasons are going to change. You know, the day is going to change in the night. You know, these things are faithful. They've been put in place by, by the God. Amen. Who is faithful. So remind yourself. This is how I need to be with God's promises. It is surely going to happen. It's just a matter of time. At some point, this situation is going to change and I'm going to have everything that the Lord told me. No, I will not compromise. Okay, okay. And that's it. That's that's basically it. So I'm excited for you, brother. I am excited for you, sister. I'm excited for me and my wife and our family. For all the wonderful, amazing things that the Lord is going to do in 2024. Get ready because he really is about to come through with the promises and not to be cliche, but he's going to blow our minds. Okay. All right. That is it. And now I just want to say, remember, always submit yourself unto the Lord, then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time. Aloha. And be blessed.